scoring one welcome to another edition of ron and nick's rundown matter of fact let me re-say that another episode of ron and nick's rundown i'm ron and nick is right over here and yes we are practicing social distancing and i hope you all are as well remember stay safe as much as you can and just you know stay home as much as you can six feet apart that sort of thing okay just please let's get this done quickly well now i don't know about quickly let's please Slow this thing down. All right. With that being said, Nick, how are you? Terrific. Just peachy. Just peachy, huh? Yeah. That's all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I know you're fired up because I know what I'm getting ready to start with is going to definitely have you uh, completely fired up in this podcast. And that's the fact that could the NBA season be in jeopardy? No! (laughs) Excuse me. Team executives and agents, according to Jabari Young from CNBC. Who is he? Excuse me. He's covered the NBA for quite some time, sir. All right. Yes. He said he is reporting that NBA team execs and agents are calling on the league to cancel the rest of the season. That's right. That's right. We could not see this NBA season. Fake news. That's what LeBron said. It's fake news. Well, guess what? (laughs) All right. I'm going to read this tweet that LeBron said. All right. All right. Give me a second. Now, how dare you, first of all, call Jabari Young out like that? Okay, okay. Jabari, okay, so LeBron James. Saw some reports about execs and agents wanted to cancel the season. That's absolutely not true. Nobody I know saying anything like that. As soon as it's safe, we would like to finish our season. I'm ready for our season. I'm ready and our team is ready. Nobody should be canceling anything. Now, you know LeBron said this for one reason. One reason. Obviously, his money. Number two, <laughs> and number two, he's 35 years old and is in the middle of his 17th NBA season. That window of opportunity for him winning another NBA ring is closing. That's exactly why he's saying it. You know that for sure. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, and the Lakers were having a great year. Having a great year. But, obviously, with COVID, once Rudy Gobert got the coronavirus, every and affecting other teammates and a few other NBA players that had gotten the coronavirus, Everything pretty much shut down on March 11th. It felt like a long time ago, to be honest with you. So, Nick, do you see the NBA season continuing at Las Vegas or like Lord Orlando at Walt Disney World Resort? Yep. You do. Oh yeah. And why do you? And why? And why in this pandemic? Because basketball is gold. I mean, people will watch basketball without any fans, you know, mm. and they're not just gonna let the season go. They got to prove that they're going to lose a lot of money, which, of course, they're going to lose it in ticket sales. But how are they going to make it up in revenue from the TV? Mm. That's what they, that's what they're crying about. They're not going to have no fans in the stands. So why spend the money or waste money to finish a season that they feel is maybe somebody may not watch? But I'm watching it. Mm. Now, quite a few others will watch it. Mm. You understand me? And that whoever that oh, young guy is, Fake news. Oh, it's fake news. Yeah, huh? fake news. Yeah. Okay. Blast me talking about that tomfoolery. The hell wrong with him. Well, it could happen. You know, I possibly. You know, honestly, is there a vaccine yet, Nick, for this pandemic? Oh, I've been saying that for weeks. Yeah, I know you said that for weeks. Ain't no vaccine for it. Yeah, but I mean, seriously, I mean, here's the deal, Nick. It's about. It's, it's obviously two things: safety and revenue. That's the most important thing to to the NBA and to all these guys here. Oh. And what happens if somebody just uh, not happens? The NFL, though. Excuse me. No, no. Yeah, yeah. The NFL. We're not. We haven't gotten there yet uh, with the NFL. We're not even in that. We're not even in there yet. 
excuse me, and the NFL draft was virtual this week. I thank you very much. It was virtual. Yeah. All right. But here's the deal. Yes, uh, there's a marketing specialist who did say that NBA could lose a billion dollars if they don't finish the season, at least. Who gonna, who 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 will lose it? I mean, no, it, I, I ain't gonna lose no billion dollars. <laughs> I don't even wanna lose a hundred dollars. You talking about a billion? Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, I lose a hundred dollars. I'm going for somebody neck. Mm. <laughs> well, here's the deal. As far as uh, that national TV revenue, teams have to split roughly $2 billion per year in national TV money. That's from ESPN and Turner Sports. And, plus, and also clubs also gain revenue from local media deals with regional sports networks. And there's a Western Conference team this year that has already lost roughly $50 million. $50 million. That's a lot. Obviously, who who we talking about? It's unnamed Western Western Conference team in this Suns? report. I mean, <laughs> come on, man! What you talking about, man? Uh, team not making no money, no way. What you talking about? Yeah, uh, you know, obviously players obviously withheld their checks, twenty five percent. So this is pretty much why. Yeah, better hold twenty five percent than lose it all. Ugh. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Lowry. Oh God! <laughs> this, how does he get into this? Don't worry situation? about it. Just continue. No, okay. I mean, here's the thing: there's no vaccine yet. And we're talking about people sharing a basketball, you know, in one game, just sharing a basketball, passing it to one another. So I'm just going to tell you right now, I personally think, as of, and not only that, obviously Florida would, lo- would love to wel- welcome the NBA to come. Yeah, obviously, welcoming everybody. Yeah, pretty much. UFC 249 is going to be there next weekend in Jacksonville. About the money. Yeah, pretty much. So in my, I mean, is it worth it? Is it really worth it? These sports returning. I know NASCAR is returning this uh, in May. Obviously, Darlington and in Charlotte, we're going to have races coming up in a few weeks. Um, like I said, UFC 249 is coming back. PJ is going to try to come back and do their thing for the PGA Tour as far as golf. But the NBA, is it, I mean, is it really worth it? We don't have a vaccine. If it's not safe for fans, how is it safe for athletes? It ain't safe, period. Everybody's trying to come back because they're losing money. And I don't know what to do. The states can't, are running out of money, and the federal government ain't doing nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Forty-five too busy putting his picture on a check <laughs> and sending a letter with the check, <laughs> making it seem like it came the money came from him. No, a stupid old, it came from the taxpayers' money and the government. Mm. Pay him, man. Run it. Mm. Don't get me started on that, man. Oh boy, yeah, that's gonna be a while. <laughs> but uh, but here's the thing though, I just don't know if the NBA is gonna return. I don't think they're gonna. Are they willing to risk it all? Are these agents? I don't think these agents really want their players to play. That's for sure. They don't want their players to play because the minute somebody ends up getting the coronavirus, who knows what will happen to their player? I mean, who knows what will happen to as far as uh, long term future? I mean, no one's not everyone's gonna be you know fortunate to recover from the coronavirus. You know, obviously you've seen all over the world how much how badly this is affect everybody. It's horrible. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. Everybody should just stay home. What the government should do, <laughs> let me tell you, is just step in, help with the states, or or states just cut mortgage collecting, rent collecting, car payments, and just tack it on to the end of the term of their loan to whoever they owe. Mm. So if you're supposed to leave, let's say, an apartment in April, you know, four months later, you leaving what? July, August, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You just adding on to it. 
And then nobody has to collect and everybody can stay home and they can work this thing out. But no, we're a capitalist uh, country. So everybody's about a dollar, every man for themselves at this point. When we got a man who doesn't have no political background running the country, doesn't have a clue what he's talking about. Mm. He's telling everybody he's doing a spectacular job. 60,000 people died. You've done nothing spectacular. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm. Huh? Ventilators for everybody? I didn't see Kumo getting no ventilators in New York. He begging you. Huh? Mm. Hit that Denzel, huh? Mm. Everybody got face masks. No, they don't. I had to order mine on Amazon. <laughs> right. Yeah. I had to fight for them. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yep. For my peoples. Right. In my spot. Right. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm uh, telling you. I mean, it's, it's a crazy situation. Like I said, it's all a crazy situation, but... I don't, as of right now, I don't think the NBA season, I mean, it's a lot. I mean, for if they do go to post, do go to the if the NBA season continues, they gotta, they might just go straight to the postseason. What is the significance of a bad team like, say, the Warriors play, continue playing? They have to go straight to the playoffs. Playoffs? Yes, absolutely. I don't know how they would do it, best of five, best of, however they want to do it. I mean, there's plenty of scenarios for the NBA. But me personally, I think they're gonna cancel it. I, I really do. I don't know if they're gonna restart it. I don't think they're gonna restart it. I mean, it's just a lot. It is truly a lot to ask. With all right these now. states reopening and a second wave coming, it's just gonna be some tragic stuff, unfortunately. Um, not trying to wish no bad on nobody, but I hope I am wrong. Mm-hmm. Yes, they shouldn't be opening up. They should. Everybody should be at the house. Wait a few more weeks, but you know, people gotta make money. People gotta put food on the table, and they really risk their lives for it. Mm. Unfortunately. Yeah, man. But we will see. But I'm gonna say this right now. I definitely don't think that. I don't. Right now, I think that the NBA season's gonna be canceled. Personally, that's just my opinion, and I think it's good. That's exactly what's gonna happen. Um, like I said, just my opinion. Like I said, the NBA hasn't made their official decision yet. That's for sure. All right, let's move on, and let's talk about. A uh, situation in the NCAA who pretty much was forced to do this by the states like California and by the MAG League. But here we go. The NCAA Board of Governors moves forward with student-athletes to be compensated for name, image, and likeness. That does not mean pay for play. Okay? Let's make that clear. Universities still cannot pay athletes to play a sport. But athletes will receive compensation for a third-party for, excuse me, the athletes will receive compensation for third-party endorsements, both related to and separate from athletics. It also supports other opportunities such as social media, business they started, and personal appearances within the guiding principles. And yes, they are permitted to identify themselves by the sport and school, but they can't use the conference or school logos or trademarks. Okay? So, Nick, talk about this for a second. Uh, so, it looks like the NCAA finally... <laughs> decided desperate yeah. that's what they are desperate because they, they know they just lost what two or three um freshmen to the g league they lost three freshmen to the league and how much they paying them cash Deshaun, yeah Deshaun, they sheen next excuse me uh obviously he turned down ucla he will not attend uh-huh. ucla uh-huh. he designed with the nba g league for three hundred thousand dollars okay and, well, uh, and the uh, other two are jalen green and isaiah todd they both will be in a select team in Southern California and the G League. And yes, what timing was that? And at what timing for them to announce that they were going to announce this the day before? Listen, man. And with the G when listen, once man. money talk, man. Yes, it does. Money talk. 
I'm a 17-year-old dude. Coming out of high school, somebody said he's going to be 300000 to play ball with the hopes of playing it, getting millions. I ain't going to college. I'm getting that 300 racks. Mm. I need that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I fall on that floor in a college arena and get hurt, all they're going to say is, well, son, you did a good job. We're proud of you, what you've done here. And then next year you come back to campus, that whole scholarship gone. Mm. <laughs> you you know, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I've had it happen to a few friends of mine. Mm. They've got hurt playing college football or basketball. And, you know, they weren't in them big schools. So when they come back the next semester, like, hey, you know, I'm coming back. Hey, I'll get the phone. And they're like, wait a minute. You ain't got no scholarship no more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I don't even know if you on a team, fam. Yep. But, yeah, they also, you know, in those situations, um, you know, as far as Bob Huggins, you know, some of these guys are freshmen that come out and they don't get drafted at all either. They say they act calling. Can he be assistant coach? He can't be an assistant coach because he doesn't have a degree. So that's another. Sit- have a degree to be an assistant coach? Yeah. Oh, well, I guess that blew past me. <laughs> that's about yes. That was in the podcast, but and when Bob Huggins spoke, but I will say this: far as uh, with these uh, college basketball players, but it's. Now, some of these prospects, they, I don't blame them whatsoever. I mean, the only thing is that, I mean, if you're a top prospect in college basketball, the money, I think, will come to you as well, to be honest with you. Some of these endorsers will be ready to pay you. Endorsements. So you're saying that he get a Jordan deal? I'm not saying all that. <laughs> I'm saying you know, man, if, we, if we talk about a Jordan endorsement, he dropping a million on me, then I'll probably stick around in college for a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'll do that. I mean, they could also start, you know, like I said. Um, this is long overdue. Mm-hmm. It's long overdue. They've been, I'm not going to use that word because that's not a nice word to use, but they've been really robbing these kids for years. Yes, they are. With that tomfoolery, that BS of, you know, play for the love of the game and, you know, all these ethics and all that stuff, but they're making billions of dollars, huh? They had these games, these games at the Dallas Cowboys Arena Stadium. Mm-hmm. Yes, they did. National championship. How much money they made, man? It was in the billions. Yeah. Where the money went? Yeah. Where the money went? I ask that question every year. Where the money going? Not to the students. A couple of scholarships. Yeah. That's it. But the rest of that money going to somebody's pockets. They just ain't putting $5 billion in the pot. Yeah. And going home. Yep, absolutely. Somebody get paid. Yep. Somebody's. (laughs) But here's the deal. Yes, in these... They are, these rules are expected to be adopted by January 2021, and it will take, take an effect the start of the 21-22 academic year. Oh, it's already whatever. It's too late now because they lost lost three of their top prospects. Remember when they, you know when high schools was leaping and college wasn't getting that many uh you know good recruits. You know college basketball wasn't getting that much love on the on the TV rating scale, and then mm-hmm. NBA changed the rules. Which, you know, at that time, I felt like, you know, I think a child should experience college, but college ain't for everybody. Right. You know, so mm-hmm. if they're good enough to make that money, but I'm glad that NBA changed the rules where the kids got an option to go back and go to school before, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, you get an agent, you you just, you, you out. <laughs> yeah. You can't go back. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You enter the draft, you out. Yeah, and the hundreds of kids. Well, back to that. Far as my point, far as the hundreds of kids, hundreds of kids who, hundreds of uh, underclassmen that decide to 
go to the draft early, but there's only no, you know, declare for the draft early, but there's not many spots for them. They got about at least 60 spots <laughs> available. In the summer league. Yeah, in the summer league undrafted, energy league, or overseas. It's pretty sad, to be honest with you. <laughs> to be honest with you, that there are people being lied to, and then they go undrafted. The sad part is when they get that advance from that agent, they don't go drafted. Yeah. They don't get signed. Yeah. Now you got to pay the agent back, you know, for that watch and the, <laughs> that car you might have got or, or whatever you did with the money. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the sad part. Uh, you know, there's quite a few folks, you know. You know, Lenny Cook is a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's back when LeBron first came out, but he had his own troubles, but. He make it to the league. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> There's a couple other that came out around that time with him. Um, I can't remember their names, but uh, they didn't make it to the to the league, and now they they just out of you know they got to go overseas. And one guy was playing in Turkey. They're like you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's you know can't go back to college, can't do nothing. Yeah. So they playing with that BS rules of the love of the game and all this other stuff. And then I hear a lot of people say, you know, you shouldn't get paid millions of dollars. It's entertainment, man. You ever been an entertainer? Exactly. <laughs> entertainment ain't easy. It's not easy. Nothing's easy. They make it look easy. Yeah. But it's it's far from damn easy. Absolutely. It'll always be on point every time you come out to a, an event or whether it be a concert, a comedy show, a movie, whatever. It cats putting in work. Mm-hmm. Some come natural and others ain't putting in that work. You know, that's why they get paid. And hence why, unfortunately, a lot of entertainers right now ain't getting paid. A lot of the NBA, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, movie th- movie uh, actors ain't getting paid. You know, there's a lot of folks in entertainment ain't getting paid. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, but I'm telling you, what, I, I'm definitely uh, ready for these kids to finally get paid. Uh, at least the ones that will at least have the opportunity to get paid. I know all of them will not, unfortunately, because not all of them going to get their endorsements. But at least some of the top players will. Go ahead. You know what I'm saying? Would you understand the, the amount of, like, Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, you know, a lot of superstar athletes, if you ever seen them practice, you see why <laughs> mm-hmm. they get paid the big bucks. Right. You know, uh, athletes practice, a professional athlete, one that is elite, mm-hmm. trust me, it ain't for the weak. And ain't a lot of people can do it. That's why they get paid. Mm-hmm. You know. So if you hating because they making a million dollars and you not... And I suggest you find a way to make a million dollars to quit worrying about what they make it. Yep. I'll be doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Ugh. All right. Now let's go back to let's go to the topic that's dear to my heart because it's really, really, really because I want to talk about the NFL draft, but the what obviously the Packers that one is dear to my heart. <laughs> my God, the Packers traded up in the first round at the 26th pick. Yes, trade up with the Dolphins to select Utah State quarterback. Jordan Love. Brother Love. You, <laughs> while Aaron Rodgers is sitting there at home J-Lo. waiting for a wide receiver. J-Lo. Yeah, let me just say, the Packers draft class was trash. Woo-wee. It was. Matt LaFleur and Brian Gutekunt. That's how you pronounce his name, but I'm a, that's his last four letters. <laughs> Brian Gutekunt decides Ooh. Ooh. that Jordan Love. Ooh, that's a lot. Of, yeah, keep going. <laughs> I don't understand. 
I don't understand why would you disrespect Aaron Rodgers, who's been one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Wash. That's no, why they washed. call him the wash. They say, Rodgers, you're done out here. You know, Aaron, Aaron, in two, no, in no, two years, no, no, this no, man no, is no. cooked. No. All right? He already cracking up like a like uh, an egg out there. Humpty Dumpty. Every time somebody tap him, he falls on his back. He cracking up. I need somebody new in here. Aaron Rodgers was one game away. The Packers, it didn't look like that in the NFC Championship game. They got their ass kicked against the 49ers. Yes. Oh, we knew that was coming. Uh, in the run. Uh, yeah. yeah. Ugh. But, yes, they were one game away from the Super Bowl with the team that he had. The Vazir Adams can't do it all. They need another receiver. And they didn't do that in this draft. A.J. Dillon, a tight from Cincinnati. I don't even, I don't give a damn what his last name pronounces. It's just ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. This draft class that the Packers had was an absolute joke. I'm disgusted what they did <laughs> uh, for three days. I'm disgusted. Three days. And they couldn't get shit right. <laughs> how can you even? How can you not help Aaron Rodgers get another receiver? Okay, spoken like a true Packers fan, eh? And yes, <laughs> when he spoke to Brett Favre, he spoke to Brett Favre. He pretty much <laughs> wanted, really wanted to tell Brett Favre. Well, excuse me, let me rephrase. Brett Favre, when he spoke with Rich Eisen, he said he spoke to Aaron Rodgers and told him that he thinks that Aaron Rodgers will play somewhere else. If anybody knows what Aaron Rodgers has been through, it's Brett Favre. Okay, <laughs> he did it to him. Yes. Absolutely. Well, they didn't necessarily trade up to get Aaron Rodgers. He was right there in their lap. But this, in this case, Jordan Love, they traded up to get a quarterback, Jordan Love. And the Packers want to run the ball more. You want to run the ball more? Yeah. What the hell? No. Yeah. Why would you want to do that? We want a better quarterback to leave. Yeah, Eddie Lacy bad, yeah? <laughs> oh, my God. No. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. Anyway. Anyway. Yes, he was definitely not. He was definitely surprised at the draft pick, obviously. But yeah, I'm just disgusted. I'm just disgusted that the Packers did this. I'm a loss for words. I don't understand. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's disgraceful. Uh, He's no decline. It's a damn shame, but it's it's very evident with your so-called Packers. They don't treat Hall of Famers correctly. I no, say. they don't. You know, you don't let them bow out gracefully. You know, have a little chit chat. Say, hey. We're going to bring somebody in and start training them up in a couple of years. You know, blase, blase. Just give them the full picture. They're just like, nah, this is what we're going to do. But NFL does that a lot anyway. You know, it's happened to all the greats. Mm. So Aaron Rodgers need not to think he's different, mm. unfortunately. Mm. And the Packers pretty much saying, your boy about washed, right? No, you about washed. We're mm. not going to keep spending money on this man to build a team around him. And he pushing 36. <laughs> mm. You know what I'm saying? So we need to get a young young buck in here, huh, bucko, oh, <laughs> and move forward with our team. And yeah. he can go play for whoever he want. Now, will he be elite there? Hell yeah, because he's going to have some weapons mm. <laughs> for a change. Wherever yeah. he go, he's going to be elite. Yeah, well, good luck with trying to trade Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers wanted the man one. It definitely ain't going to happen this in 2020 because the dead cap space will be 50, over $51 million. And his cap savings right now, it was before June, between nine and a half million. Wherever okay. he's going, he's going to the AFC. You put it out, you believe that. Now, if they want to release it in the, oh boy. <laughs> going to the AFC. If they want to, if now if they wanted to do it after June, they could save two million in cap space, but the dead cap money left of uh, fifty one million have to be paid out in two years. I ain't paying that man nothing. He gonna, 
He gonna fall apart before he get in anyway. Yeah. That's what they saying. Oh, no, 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 He gonna be he. That's what they. That's what the Packers are saying, man. It's cold blooded out here, man. Oh my god, it's cold blooded in these streets. Now, in 2021, he would definitely save. You know, before June, he would. They cap. Excuse me. The Packers would save 4.8 million, but the dead cap would be 31.6 million dollars. Well, that's after year two. That's in 2021. So two years later. No, this is after after 2020 season. Oh, 2020. Oh. And it, yeah, I'm talking about two years later because that's when they're gonna pull the trigger. They ain't gonna pull the trigger next year. Cap savings would be over 22 million. Unless somebody billion. will trade for them. If they if they do it up, they will be 2022 will be uh, the cap savings will be 22.65 billion. So okay, that cap space will be 17.2 billion. So somebody trade for them. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. Oh boy, you better enjoy yeah, this. You better enjoy this. You better enjoy these uh, last couple of years of uh, a Rod. Twenty twenty three seems like a reasonable one because right now they got over twenty. I mean, oh, after two why? years, after two years, they can actually get rid of. Aaron You're Rodgers. avoiding the inevitable. It's going to happen. I have a feeling it will. They made it very clear right. in the draft when they drafted Brother Love. I think J Lo. Uh, I think after two years, J Lo. God, don't give him that. He, he has not earned that. It's after two years, Aaron Rodgers could be out. Could? A, yes, he could be out. Be no could. He going to be out. Ugh. He'd be out before that if they could find somebody to take him. Ridiculous, man. You believe that. Cutthroat. Ah, welcome to the land of misery. Oh, God. <laughs> NFL misery where your team just can't get right. Just ask Cleveland Browns, huh? The New York Jets, my team. Oh. <laughs> One of my teams, the New York Giants. They used to be able to get right. They ain't going to get right either. Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> no do right in them either. Y'all about to join the join the party? Ain't no do right in them. Oh my God! Man, imagine Aaron Rodgers in Cleveland. Uh, huh? What? What? OBJ? What are you doing? Huh? Why are you doing? Landry? Why are you doing that to Baker Mayfield? What? Who? Why, why are you doing that to Baker Man, Mayfield? Baker Mayfield will be somebody's backup. You understand me? Yeah, if I got a chance be. to get Aaron Rodgers, he gonna end up just like Jameis. Yeah, just gonna give up on Baker Mayfield already. If I was Cleveland and I got a if somebody told me I could get. Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying you're wrong. Shit. He's going to be on the background. He going to be playing background music or something because he ain't going to be starting no more. They will be in the Super Bowl. Oh, my God. Easy. Mm. Easy. Oh, was that right? Easy. Oh, my goodness. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers been throwing it in the, tra- uh, <laughs> throwing the trash for years. He got somebody to lead to throw it to? Oh, my God. Come on, man. Anyway, <laughs> Randall, Randall Cobb's a Hall of Famer. Mm, he's uh, a good player. Is he a Hall of Famer? Uh, huh? No. Jordy uh, Nelson, he's a Hall of Famer. No, good player. Yes, he's a good player. All right, Great there you go. He can do all that. Mm, Devontae Adams, he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. De- Devontae Adams, he he's a good player. <laughs> Jury's still out. Oh my God! All right, let me ask about one thing. <laughs> Let's go to the NFL draft, Nick. What did you think about the? Uh, NFL draft. What do you think of the uh, show as a whole, first and foremost? It was good, you know. Did you like it virtually? It was a, it was pretty good. I mean, I I thought they did a good job for what they did a really good job for what what they had to work with. They they got everything coordinated with you know people and the, and the reactions of the family and the friends and the, the draft picks. I thought they did a good job with that. I mean, I would want to see it year after year. I like to see them at the actual arena. Mm-hmm. But you know, no, you, 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 so you just hate the fact that they were supposed to be Las Vegas, but they couldn't do it uh, this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just cool when you can see, you know, you get to walk across the stage and all that stuff. It's, I think it's cool. Mm-hmm. But you know, um, you know, regardless of it, you still in the NFL. So I, if I was in the 
person getting drafted shoes, I wouldn't care either. I'd be like, look, man, as long as I get picked, I, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like what's funny is when some of the reactions when uh, some of these ladies got a little too comfortable in their robe. <laughs> yeah, oh, my God, yeah, Isaiah Wilson's mother. Yeah, oh my had God. a snatch of a girl up. I said, girl, this ain't about you. Get up off my child lap. <laughs> yes. That was embarrassing. Yeah, that don't was have really his moment. She had to snatch him up. I was like, boy, you need to leave that girl alone, boy. She already trying to steal your shine. Yep. You know, <laughs> know what I'm saying? And, and that old girl, when she grabbed old boy's phone, I was like, come on. Come on. Come on. Don't, come on, sweetheart. <laughs> come on. You just really embarrass yourself out here in these streets. I, can care what, I don't uh, care what my man said on, on Twitter about what happened, but, you know, it's... And nobody's, you know, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially on a day like that. Why would you even attempt to do something like that? Yeah. Just play your part. <laughs> but if you worry about another, if they worry about a woman trying to get to their man, you know, like a like a man once said, <laughs> them, them professional um, diggers, oh my God. as they call them. Oh, we doing that? They're not looking at. They're not watching the draft. They waiting on that contract oh, to hit. Oh my god! They get your man later. So oh. all that putting on you, doing that on the camera. Oh, god. Go, good luck to you. We're going there. Right I'm just now. saying, good luck to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you know, I'm not saying, I'm not saying black man cheat. All black men, oh, black men don't cheat. You know what I'm saying? I'm just I'll saying, you gonna be, you gonna be fighting, you gonna be fighting the groupies. That's what you gonna be fighting. Oh you gotta worry about that. Dra- oh, uh, say, good, that's gracious. Oh, <laughs> hey, whatever you, hey, hey, we don't all been around, uh, you know, some some um, athletes and entertainers and <laughs> male and female. Oh my god, some groupies are out there. Oh, oh, I'm gonna ask you this: Did you have a favorite first round pick at all? No, Is it, no. Not Joe Burrow from the Bengals. Not Chase Young for the Redskins. Those are at least two of mine. No, not, not really. No? no. They were not, you don't like Andrew Thomas or Mekhi Becton uh, protecting your quarterbacks over there uh, with Daniel Jacobs? And <laughs> no. And Sam Dar- you don't like You didn't like what the Jets take it. I need to just see results. I don't care about <laughs> who got drafted where. I need results. Oh, my God. Just give me results. I'm tired of losing. Well, I'm going to give you a few of mine. <laughs> All I want to know is Jalen, where was Jalen Hurts going? He went to Philly. Yes. Do you think that was a good move for the Eagles? No. In the second round? No? Why you not? Know, I mean, it was a good move, you know, but I you know, I just feel like you're going you to be holding Jalen Hurts back. But I do need a backup in case Carson Wentz get hurt. Yeah. You know, I guess... one thing, uh, Carson Wentz get hurt again and Jalen Hurts come in and, and ball out. What's gonna happen to boy Carson? <laughs> Same. But uh, I mean, for me, yeah, cause he'll be there for. Sorry, sorry, y'all. For me, he'll be there three or four years, at least three or four years in Philly. I know a lot of people wanted him in, in Pittsburgh with the Pittsburgh Steelers, cause he, because Ben Roethlisberger, he's not getting any younger. He'll be gone soon. Yeah, he he saw he saw fall apart like like an old man, and you know that he still got it. Like man, mm-hmm. bruh, you know, father time undefeated. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you calling out folk, you get get a little salty in your old age. <laughs> calling out folk like, bruh, come on, man. This ain't how you do it. They still almost made the playoffs without you. Mm. So it ain't just you, it's the coach. Yeah. <laughs> that worked up. What? Mike Tomlin. Oh, Lord. Uh. <laughs> but I'm going to tell you about. Underrated. Uh, I'm going to tell you something about first round picks that I definitely like. 
uh, besides Joe Burrow, Chase Young. Uh, Jeffrey Akuda for the Lions. I thought that was definitely huge. Uh, he ain't going nowhere as long as they got that coach there. Next. No, yeah, Matt Patricia's trash. Yeah, he'll be fired by the, by the end of the year. He's not going nowhere. No, ain't going nowhere with him. He's trash, but yes. Him and Desmond True, they had to help. They, they, they definitely did help with Desmond True. Fund. I think Jeffrey Kuda is a great corner. For Ohio State, by the way. Um, Tua Tagovailoa, heading to the Dolphins. I think that's a great move for the Dolphins. They definitely need a quarterback of the future, for sure. Um, I think he could take his time. Ryan Fitzpatrick's still there. He could take his time and continue to heal up his hip. He's had plenty of injuries, you know, and ankles and everything. But I think Tua Tagovailoa is going to be a good QB for the Dolphins as long as they treat him well. I mean, they did get some good players on the weekend, you know. With uh, They do have Jordan Howard and Matt Breida. <laughs> uh, some good running backs there. So I'm just going to keep going. Um, and here's the thing. The Cardinals, I thought, got the best steal. I think the Cardinals got the best steal in the top 10. When the Panthers went with defensive tackle Derrick Brown from Auburn, they did need a defensive tackle. That was not a bad pick. But I see Isaiah Simmons can that can play anywhere other than linebacker. You know, he can play all types of positions on the defensive side of the ball. And he got the Cardinals with Isaiah Simmons, uh, the Clemson linebacker, with him and Chandler Jones. That is going to be ridiculous. The Cardinals are getting a lot better, obviously, by the way, with him and DeAndre Hopkins and... It's insane. Panthers are another team that's going to be in NFL misery soon. <laughs> why would you say that? Why would I say yeah, that? Yeah, why would you say that? Yeah, you got to explain that one. I mean, come on. What are they doing? It's still who? Oh, they got the quarter, our wide receiver from the Jets. You know <laughs> Robbie saying? Anderson. Yeah, Robbie Anderson. But, you know, I mean, I like Teddy Bridgewater, but I don't know how that's going to work. Teddy Bridgewater throws a lot of short passes, to be honest with you. Know, you know, that's why he got him and Christian McCaffrey. I mean, he's going to be a highlight reel, but how many games are you really going to win out there? Now you got Tom Brady and Drew Brees in your division. <laughs> Come on, man. Like yeah. You know, Matt Ryan, he ain't no slouch. He just got to <laughs> – that team just can't get right. I don't know what to say. <laughs> just ain't no get right in the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, so, goodness. you know, Carolina Panthers – I mean, they let Cam go, which I thought was a mistake, but, mm. you know, that's just my humble opinion. What happens with Cam Newton now, though? It's looking it's looking bad. <laughs> yeah, the market, I mean, market's slim. Yeah, what, what, Jacksonville? <laughs> God, with Jay Gruden and Doug Marone. Jacksonville? That, that, those offensive coaches? Oof. That's only one. I mean, where is he going to go and, and possibly start? Ugh, New England obviously doesn't want. Oh him. yeah, New England. Yeah, I forgot they, New England. They, they're not interested. I can tell you right now that Belichick, Belichick's trying to prove a point. Yeah, he's trying to, but it's gonna flat, fall flat in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We shall see. Yeah, but yeah, he's trying to prove a point. That's for sure. He didn't even take a quarterback in the draft, right? No, he did not take a quarterback. He's in the trying draft. to prove a point. He's out of his mind. Um, he did not, at least he didn't draft one. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't really sure about you know. The Patriots jab class. That was quite interesting there. I did, you know, they, they picked up a safety, Kyle Duggar. That was in the second round. They picked up two tight ends uh, there. They, you know, a couple of edge rushers, you know, Anthony Jefferson and Josh Uche. And you got Devin. Okay, they're about to join NFL misery, too. <laughs> do. Oh, man. But it's absolutely uh, insane. Um, yeah. But I'm definitely. But. Um, other than that, some other – I mean, I got to talk about receivers first and foremost in this draft. Getting C.D. Lamb, wide receiver for Oklahoma, and again, Trayvon Diggs, the cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. I thought that was definitely well done. I got to also talk about um, 
Jerry Judy going to the Broncos. Uh, I know the Broncos are doing everything they can right now hey, to get better on the offensive hey, side of the ball. Cam Newton's shooting. <laughs> but no, but they're, they're going to stick with Drew Locke. Oh, yeah. And Drew Locke has his offensive pieces. You got Cortland Sutton. Got, they, they obviously drafted K.J. Hamler to work the slot. Okay. And, and they also – Drew did, Locke is what? They got Phil Lindsay, and they got, <laughs> you know, Melvin Gordon. Oh. So they, he's got the offensive pieces there. They're a very young group. Now, Drew Locke definitely deserves – to um, I, I think Drew Locke, I'm not sure. I'm not going to say deserves. Uh, but this is a big opportunity for Drew Locke here because this is a team that finished in the bottom five in points per game, total points, total yards, <laughs> and yards per game this past season. So, I mean, and they averaged only 17.6 points per game. So, yeah, they were trash. <laughs> and, and, and they're going to try, I mean, but you're not going to keep up with the Chiefs. Offense, the defending Super Bowl champs, and just not. But it's definitely a step in the right direction. But I don't know if it's Drew Locke the guy. Nope. Nope. <laughs> to do it. Um, obviously, I thought Justin Jefferson was a huge steal in the draft for the Vikings. Vikings definitely needed a number two receiver. And they ended up getting Justin Jefferson, which we needed. But, of course, we didn't get that opportunity <laughs> to do it. And that's just absolutely ridiculous. Um I definitely like the 49ers, what they did in the draft. They obviously, uh, the Bucks had traded up one spot to get Tristan Wirfs. But the uh, San Francisco 49ers ended up getting defense tackle Javon Kinlaw in order to fill in that spot for DeForest Bugger, who was traded to the Colts for that draft pick. And also, I definitely like the fact that the 49ers traded up to get Rene Ayork from the Arizona State Sun Devils, the wide receiver out of there. And also, on day two, they were able... To trade, excuse me, able to acquire left tackle Trent Williams from the Washington Redskins after Joe Staley definitely informed the 49ers that he was definitely going to retire after 13 seasons. So that was definitely huge. I thought John Lynch did an amazing job that entire weekend. Also, and also I thought personally one of the better drafts I thought I, I saw was definitely the Baltimore Ravens. Getting Patrick Queen, the linebacker from LSU, and also... J.K. Dobbins from Ohio State that can help Mark Ingram out in the run game. And also, he can catch the ball a lot. Too. He, he does a really great job. Run game, passing game. Uh, you can definitely run him in some wheel routes. He is definitely going to be huge for the Baltimore Ravens. Um, but, yeah. But, like I said, the, the Packers, definitely worst draft class in this whole damn thing. I'm sick of them. <laughs> I'm sick of what they did. I was so pissed off at them this offseason. The Packers did nothing to get any better. The Vikings, to be because pretty much, I think, are the favorites in NFC North. Terrific. Honestly. I mean, seriously, I really do. Um, it's just it's, it's just it's despicable to me. I mean, they have the better. I mean, they have Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins got a lot better towards the end of the year. He needed to go against 49ers. But, yeah. But I think, um, <laughs> but for sure, I'm definitely ready to uh, see uh, what happens, you know, with all these players. I know I didn't mention everybody. Hopefully, I will get back and talk about these guys in depth. But with the time that we have, we have to keep moving on. And we have to talk about one more thing. And, of course, that's the last dance. Episodes 3 and 4. Nick, what exactly what stood out to you in episodes 3 and 4 of the last dance? Well, you know, everybody got to see, you know, uh, Dennis Rodman as a player. Like, you know, people don't really realize that he took his time to study each opponent he yes. played and wrote down their weaknesses. And just practice on them, and then the trajectory of the ball coming off the rim, where to stand, and where to get the rebounds. 
And then, of course, he had his wild side where he had to get away and stuff. But they let him, you know, let him do that in order to win. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you running a, if you run a team or a business or something, sometimes, unfortunately, you got some characters on your squad that, you know, when you know they at work, you know, that work gonna get done to perfection. But sometimes mm-hmm. you gotta do things that's just a little different from everybody, mm-hmm. a little, bit, little different attention. It don't always work, but in that instance, it worked. And Isaiah Thomas, you know what I'm saying, he, you know, he's still salty. Yeah, yeah, still salty. <laughs> still salty about what happened, you know. He, uh, you know, I'm with Joy when he was just like, man, I don't want to hear that stuff. <laughs> you know, he was holding, you know, whatever. I mean, they can call it what they want. They walked off. I mean, yeah, they were right. The Celtics did it, I guess, in a way. But, you know, what you want them to do, you know, uh, fortunately, you did it, you know, against Jordan. You got a lot of flat for it. And we still talk about it to this day. Mm-hmm. You know, so it is what it is. You know, that's, that's how I took from it. You know, Isaiah Thomas is a great player, but you know, he's just keeps forever getting flanked with uh, being a, a, a whiner at this point <laughs> when it comes <laughs> to that incident. You know, if you ever watch Isaiah Thomas play, Isaiah Thomas could, can ball. He ain't no slouch, but mm-hmm. show. Far from it. Top 50 greatest player of all time. Mm. Not Bill Walton. Oh, boy. <laughs> That's how he make it, not Dominique Wilkins. You tell me that. Uh. Huh? Bill Walton did nothing in his NBA career. He won a couple of rings on some teams. Mm. Huh? You, you ever seen his stats? <laughs> man, we'll say that for another time. But you pull that man's stats. So the man was not a great NBA player. College, baby. But uh-uh, Mm-mm. not no 50 greatest. <laughs> uh-uh. But I'm going to say this right now. Uh, Vibes was definitely uh, 1989. Uh, through 1989, NBA playoffs, through the until the Bulls got their first uh, first NBA title. I definitely enjoyed that journey. I definitely enjoyed the 1989, the 1989 Bulls for sure. Um... 1989 season, the Cavs beating the Bulls six times, and then the Bulls went on and win game five of that series, and <laughs> what obviously with the remarkable Jordan game winner against Craig Elo and Ron Harper, obviously was real salty then at the time. <laughs> Definitely real salty. And then all of a sudden, um, obviously, the Pistons, obviously, 1990, Excuse me, 1989. <laughs> At least the last next the last few years, the Bulls went on and struggled against the Pistons. Uh, obviously, 1990 they had a chance to beat the Pistons, but Scottie Pippen had a migraine, and the Bulls obviously collapsed. Um, <laughs> the Bulls obviously collapsed then, and then that you know during the off season, Jordan and those guys definitely went weight training to go up against the Pistons again. But then that finally, finally swept the Pistons. And obviously that's when Isaiah Thomas walked. And the, obviously the scene when the Pistons, Isaiah Thomas and Bill Ambeer, walked off the court um, without shaking their hand. And obviously that day still haunts the Pistons to this day. And to see Jordan win that first NBA title against the Lakers in Game 5 which is great. I mean, no, I don't care how hard you work out here, how great you are. When you get that first trophy... And all those emotions let out. It's just a beautiful thing. But all right. 
everyone. I'm going to go ahead and uh, we're going to definitely sign off. Thank you all for listening to Ron Nick's Rundown. I'm Ron. This is Nick. Thank you all for listening. And hope you all will listen to us next time. Thank you.